Today, we're going to talk about the shambles in the Champions League, including the PSG game dealing with racism, Ole's failed tactics once again, as well as Ronaldo's 750-goal career, and all the future predictions, including the MLS, as well as all the Manchester Derby and all. All that coming on Under Review. Under Review, a soccer football podcast. All right, welcome to our first segment called Discussion Results. We discussed the results that happened in the past week. Let's start with Liverpool versus Wolves. 4-0. 4-0, a dominant win from Liverpool, I think. Yeah, absolute class, class performance is 4-0. Yeah. They're dealing with injuries right now. They're probably the team that is stepping up uh, due to the injuries. True. So, yeah, props to them. Mo Salah yeah. delivering. Firmino, I don't know what he did that match. I didn't check the stats, but, yeah, he's there. And I guess they finally found a groove in a lineup they like, including Curtis Jones on the left mm-hmm. uh, midfielder. Hendo is finally back. Winnie Aldum controlling the middle somehow, I guess. And then the defense is low-key solid with, uh, I believe, Neko Williams mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. for Trent. Mm-hmm. And Trent and Trent did make an appearance, I think. In yeah, he made a, yeah. yeah, he made a game. As a sub, yeah, he did. Yeah, all right, so as I watch the full 90, as I always do with these Liverpool games. Uh, <sighs> she teased. Started off with the Salah goal, pretty aight. Uh, Connor Cody being dumb. You know, uh, Connor Cody, Cody tried to dive for the penalty. He got cucked by VAR there. My album scores a wonder goal. And then there's the Matip show. And then Trent comes on, gets across to Mane. So Mato tries to stop it, becomes an own goal. Dominant yeah. performance, easy wins. And We're winning the Prem. Especially because, like, considering, like, Wolves. Like, Wolves are in a, like, a really good team. And, you know, obviously, I think, yeah, they beat, like, Man City, right, earlier. Yeah, they, like, the yeah, one of the, yeah, they did beat Man City. So Wolves are a really good team. They like sometimes if if they like if wolves are they're in their form you know they can they can take on any team and they can they can put up a good match so it was a good win yeah. four nil it was right. deserving it's a good win for these good. next few games I believe Ohm has a lot to say about oh Ohm does <laughs> Ohm has a lot to say a lot of things especially the yesterday's game against um, yeah. RB Leipzig but yeah but, this one PSG Man U three one PSG um I, as I was watching the game. We low we low key had uh, so many chances to win that game to, or at least to tie it up because we just missed. Uh, Martial opened a wide open goal and then yeah, I think we were we played a decent game. It's just that uh, the last goal basically is just like I don't know to seal it, but we should have at least tied it because we had so many chances. So yeah, and PSG played well, but that's definitely a game that was winnable and. It put a lot of pressure on the guys in the next game. Fred came RB. off with the red card. Fred came off with the red card. Yeah, I didn't understand uh, the old tactics over there because he never took Fred out, and he was on a mm-hmm. yellow going into halftime. But I think he subbed in Donny Van Der Beek, but he didn't switch him out at the right time. So I guess that's something he should have thought of. But it is what sure. it is. Yeah. Overall, they had a they had a decent showing in the first half. I think they ended one to one or something mm-hmm. like that. But nonetheless, after that one to one, it became a disaster class. It was a all half okay class turned disaster class. It's like the thing with Man U, they have they have quality. I don't think they need to buy any more people. They have quality. They can work with the people that they have. Right? It's just that, uh, like they like like they need they need they need a good manager. That's what they need. <laughs> they need a manager fast. Yeah, because every single game we've played so far, let's just say the past three games or the past four games. 
every single one of those games we concede. And even West Ham is scoring bangers against us in West Ham. It's always 2-0, 3-0. If you look sure. at the Southampton match, it was 2-0 against the free kick. We're always down going into halftime. And then somehow we have to turn it around, which is a lot of pressure on the guys. And we somehow mm-hmm. do it. But if you play if you play these teams like RB Leipzig, who went met, made it to the semifinals last year in the Champions League, there's no way they're going to let you come back like that, even though it was close. But that's just something that's not going to happen as you play bigger teams. It might happen in the Prem. But it's just not going to happen. So I think only Ole Gunnar Solskjaer needs to change his tactics a little bit, and maybe and I don't know. After yesterday's match against RB Leipzig, his manager career is in jeopardy. That 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 is true. That is true. If he doesn't have a big showing in the Premier, then the next match, you know, obviously the City Derby, uh, the man, yeah, the man, the man, the Manchester Derby, then yeah. He's probably going to get sacked. Bruno Fernandez yet again showing his class. In uh, both the West Ham game and uh, yeah, I think West Ham he got like like two assists, three assists, I think. Yeah, right? yeah. Bruno Fernandez mm-hmm. against uh, who was it? Uh, West Ham, West Ham, West Ham, and then he scored against. Uh, yeah, he scored and obviously you know a penalty against uh, Leipzig too. So Bruno Fernandez like really showing it. I think Bruno Fernandez should be um, should be captain. Yeah, for Man, for, uh, sure. for Man U. Yeah. And for sure, I don't think McGuire should be captain. And these two games, I feel like Man United had a half okay showing at times, but then the problem is they they're not they're not consistent. They don't have yeah. periods of good play, up periods of terrible play. Well, hold on. Why was wait? Why were they playing Luke Shaw at center back? That's so weird. They were playing. Yeah, it was three four one two, and they were playing Luke Shaw at center back. To be honest, I don't I don't know if if Ole did want to go to that five at the back. I would ask, I would put Axel. Tua and Zebe at the back, or at least um, Eric Bailly or someone like that. Yeah, I, they were playing three four one two, and so they had like Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire, Lindelof, and they had Tellez in the uh, Tellez and Juan Bissaka in the wing, and then yeah. Matic. Matic started, and then McTominay. Obviously, McTominay is just solid. And yeah, I think yeah. the only player or only dude who likes Scott McTominay than anyone in this world is Oli. He's always like. He's it's like Oli's son, like how Mason Mount is Frank Lampard's son. He's always playing him in there for no reason. We don't have speed. They're freaking they're lazy at the back. Matic is the only big dude we need in the back. We do not need Scott McTominay. That, oh yeah, that is McTominay's like really small, right? I heard. No. Well, I mean he's yeah. not like small, he's like six four, but like I mean obviously, yeah, like you know, Matic is like the big dude in the back. He can he can like outmuscle like yeah, a lot think, of people. I think Oli was trying to park the bus against uh, RB Leipzig, and it just didn't work because when you play five at the back and you concede two goals in the first twenty minutes, that means something's either gone wrong or the players aren't yeah. just playing. Because uh, and and Aaron when Wan Bissaka is part of the problem because all season they they give that ball right across him to the field, mm-hmm. just like uh, yeah they send a long ball. And Aaron, mm-hmm. Aaron Bissaka, that side is wide open, and Aaron Bissaka doesn't do anything, and he, and someone just comes off his back and just scores. True. True. So I, I don't know, the tactics just aren't working right now. But let's see I'm, how it turns yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on, right. we got a Real Madrid game here. Um, or go cool, take it away. Yeah, Real Madrid uh, v Sevilla. I feel like we were we were really lucky to scrap away with, <laughs> and and it, it was even an own goal too. So I feel like. This game, we were really lucky. We still had, I think, uh, we still had, what was it? we still had Sergio Ramos missing, but yeah, Benzema again was lacking. He, he was he he's been str- ever since injury. He's been struggling. 
So Luka Jovic is still in quarantine. So like I mean like I don't know. You know, like they probably need to like what I think yeah, Zidane what I I think he needed to do, he needs to like rotate Benzema with like Mariano Diaz or something. Mariano Diaz, he's he's been doing pretty good. And for some for some odd reason, Zidane only made one substitution, just one, which is weird. Yeah, Rodrigo for, for yeah Sanchez. for some odd reason he only made one substitution. I don't even know why. Okay, but yeah, I feel like it was a lucky it was a lucky win against Sevilla. Good thing is you know our captain slash center back slash striker Sergio Ramos is coming back. So yeah, hopefully he's gonna he's gonna bolster the defense a lot because. We we need him. Yeah, I feel like you guys really need that defensive bolstering. You guys have conceded yeah. quite a bit recently. Plus, even even Car- we're, we're even missing uh, Carvajal too, and they're playing Lucas Vasque, and Lucas Vasque is just no. no. He's, a, he's an attacking he's winger. If I'm not yeah, he's an attacking winger. Yeah, I mean he's he's doing solid. You know, he he can like run up with like players, but like I mean defensively, his skills lack. So like we need Carvajal. We have Ramos, but realistically, we also need Carvajal too. So yeah. All right, moving on, we got the uh, now. I what I understand now is to be the North London derby. Spurs two 0 against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Son wonder goal, Kane goal, teaming up again. What are your guys? Thoughts? Just, I mean, like like Jose, just you know Jose Marino just back again. Tottenham, like really showing their worth here. They they could, they could probably even win the league. I know I know it's too too early to say. I know it's too early to say, but Tottenham and Liverpool, Chelsea, they're they're putting yeah, they're, they're gonna be top three definitely. Yeah, Harry Kane and Human Son is putting, or they're they're both putting in a shift right now in the Premier that's League true. right now. That's true. I mean, that's just a brilliant performance back to back. They just don't stop. And and I was look as I was looking at uh, Sonny's goal. It's just they score goals on transitions. So like at true. the back, whoever Eric Dyer, whoever plays at the back, gets gets the ball and they tackle him, and then they just go. Harry Kane gets that through ball to the Sun. Sun just scores a banger, and then mm-hmm. Jose is at the sideline running and celebrating with his hands out and stuff, hugging people. Mm-hmm. So I think Jose's loving it right now, and and I think people were talk. There were talks that oh, Jose's not going to do anything at tw- because of the uh, results they got last season, but the- Jose carried the Spurs from like I think it was twelfth position yeah. to sixth position, yeah. and I think. I think you got to give him props where it's due, and especially with a brand new star jersey, where he was able to get the players he wanted, and he he knows the game, knows how to play, and got the job done. A lot of people, yeah, like adding to what Ohm said, a lot of people doubted uh, Mourinho's ability. They're like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna get sacked like like within the first few months after his like results, you know, after Tottenham's results." But yeah, I think. Jose, all he needed was like the right signings. He ne- he needed to make his signing. He needed the people that he wanted, and he got him. And then now he's working it out, you know? Yeah. Manu, Manu, I feel like, yeah, Manu, like, need, like, a, like, like a tactical manager. Like, obviously, like, no, Jose Marino. So, yeah. Yeah, I think our whole, the whole board is just, I don't know, they're just sleeping. Edward, does, is he, he's, not a, he's not a football manager. He's, he's a business guy. So, like, true. when you put those class together, that you just don't understand that money can't do everything. True, true, true. Yeah, that's definitely facts. All right, moving on, we got the possibly the most look forward to game of the week, Barca versus Juve. Yeah, but Barca, I, obviously I watched this game, you know, it's Messi versus Ronaldo, right? So I, I watched this game, full 90 minutes. Barca was really lacking. They were really lacking. 
Yeah, I think uh, especially Barca. I think they were undefeated in the Champions League this season, and expect and that just shows how once they fit, start to get all these challenges and play big teams, they kind of just shut down. And the, yeah. like the Barca that was in the past, where they just clap people, it's just not the groove is not there anymore. True. Yeah. No, I mean to be all right. Listen, to be fair, okay. So Ronald come like Ronald Coleman, what he wanted. Was to like, um, like lower like the age of um, like the Barca squad, obviously, and then he got a lot of people who don't have like you know like who don't have experience, like in the Champions League. He's he's got Pedri, Trincao. He's got you know random people. We we didn't even know. Well, I knew Trincao, but I didn't know who Pedri was until the Barca like signing. So, but like I mean, other than that, like like they really did struggle that game. They really did struggle. Uh, like Juve was like definitely the better team, like by like a like a landslide. It was crazy. Like I was watching the entire game. They couldn't make their runs. They couldn't fit. Messi had a Messi had a few shots, but other than that, the like Griezmann struggled, Pedri struggled, Trincao struggled. A lot of people. It was it, it was it exposed the weaknesses that Barca had. Yeah, I think that's an overall solid analysis of the game. So let's go on to Chelsea. Yeah. Absolutely smacking Sevilla four 0 and Giroud scoring a I know what four goals are called. Four goals, yeah. Giroud, I mean, like, props to him, bro. Like, he's treated as a hero. Giroud's highly under. I really love. I love Giroud. Okay, the only thing, the only thing he he doesn't have is pace. That's the only thing. But other than that, like, I love Giroud. He, he's nice. He's he's really good. He's reliable. You know, if you like, he'll score when you need him to score. And so, yeah, yeah this th- this should open the eyes of Frank Lampard. It should really open the eyes. Yeah, especially last season, they didn't they didn't give him a lot of playing time True. because they thought Tammy the Shammy was going to do the magic. But <laughs> turns out Giroud is just he's just on his groove right now and see how long he can do it. And then just class performance against Sevilla, who's are they packing their bags back to Thursday? No, Thursday they're, they're second. Sevilla uh-huh, second, yeah. It. Chelsea and Sevilla, yeah. I mean, the other teams are like Krasnodar and like Zenit, St. Pe- Petersburg or something. So yeah. So yeah, uh, no, yeah, they're they're advancing too. So yeah. Okay, next matchup: uh, Bayern versus uh, Leipzig. Three uh, three three three. Yep. Yeah, I mean Muller brace. It, I mean exactly Muller brace. Yeah, Leipzig. I I think they they don't have uh what's his name Upa Makano right yeah Upa Makano was like injured or something right oh no he Upa Makano did play okay never mind yeah Upa Makano okay. played that game uh it seems as though they're attacking three got a goal the a piece and then it looks like someone it looks like for um Bayern one of their bench play one of the players that came off the bench named yeah. um Musayla, we'll say, yeah like yeah, or something. Break, yeah, yeah which ultimately Muller's base saved the game for them. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yo, Bundesliga still has five substitutions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bundesliga still does five substitutions. Yeah, and the Champions League. So, but yeah. yeah. Speaking of but, weird, we got a uh, Cadiz and stunning Barcelona two to one. That's again exposing like exposing the Barca weaknesses. I mean, t- to me, I'm like I'm 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 a Madrid fan, and I still think like Ronald Koeman's not the right manager for Barca. So yeah. Yeah, they're just in the shambles right True. now and can't figure anything out. They're like, I don't know, they just can't do anything right. Like, like Cadiz, Barca- Cadiz, yeah, Cadiz yeah. is like the new Southampton, dude. True, they're just popping off. True. But like, yeah, no, like the, the difference. Thing- go ahead, go ahead. The difference between 
uh, Barca and Atletico Madrid is it's a twenty six to fourteen. So like it's a ten point difference. I don't know if Barca's even gonna be climbing back to the Champions League. No, no. I mean, no champion. No, they still have a shot at the Champions League because you know they're, they're gonna move. No, on. for next for next season. For next season. Oh, for next season. I mean, yeah. yeah I think not. they will. I don't know. It's just unpredictable. No, but no, but like to be fair, like. Like they need, they need this, right? Like they need this, like th- this season to be like as bad, so they can like recover from the season, right? They they need a season where they can recoup and relearn everything, right? It's definitely true. I mean, if you look at the game itself, Barca didn't score a single goal. It was an own goal for Barca. Exactly. But if you look at the stats, they dominated three times more shots, almost three times more shots on target, almost five times the possession. It really it, it was a dominant showing as far as like those stats go, but like it didn't translate on the pitch. True. Yeah, it's like Jose's Mourinho where true, true, true. you don't they have, they can have the ball, but if you score goals, it's it's GG. It's just and even even after even you know when Messi's gonna leave, like Barca would need a like a leader to step up and you know to you know obviously help him out. So yeah. It's time for game developments. So let's start out with the Vardy corner flag. You know, a lot of LGBTQ people are going to be really mad. I mean, to be fair, he, he was just celebrating, okay? Like, a lot of people, like, hyped it up. Oh, yeah, LGBTQ, Vardy, what do you think of LGBTQ? And they would just play that clip of Vardy just absolutely thrashing that corner flag. Yeah, I'd like to add something but, here. It, a lot of people point that out, but what they don't realize is that Vardy is actually a boyhood Sheffield Wednesday fan, and Sheffield and I are the biggest rivals of Sheffield Wednesday. True, so, like, true. he just broke their flag. It's like, I, I believe, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe it was just to give a piece of his mind. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, I mean, that is true. That is true. Okay, like, that, I've never heard of, I didn't know he was, like, a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Okay, and I know they're uh, Sheffield United rivals, so, they, oh, my God, okay. Good, good point, yeah, good mean, point. Players do this all the time. They smack the flag, but yeah. Vardy straight up like red carded the freaking thing, dude. <laughs> that thing, that thing shattered in like eighty pieces. <laughs> and, but he he did get a yellow for that. But I mean, he he scored like what eighty ninth minute towards the towards. I'd be I'd, I'd be there, shattering so. freaking corner flags too if I was if I scored like a late you know late minute winner, bro. Yeah, because he just won them the three points exactly. And, yeah. So I mean that that's just basically it. All right. The next event is. Going to be uh, Adrian benched for sure here. Oh, Shatiz is gonna have. She's gonna be so happy. Yeah, I feel. I feel like Adrian. He, need, he needs to pack his bags, get his. You know, get his retirement ready. You know, somewhere in like Megillo or something, or Benidorm or something. You know, just retire in Spain because you ain't playing, bitch. Yeah, he just needs to move to the MLS at this point. Oh yeah, <laughs> MLS, bro. And yo, enter me out, enter Miami, bro. David or, Beckham, or at least David Beckham yeah, could be least, paying a lot to get him. Yeah, or at least like championship, because true. I don't know. You don't. You don't need to do a lot. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Ke- Kelleher proved his point. Okay, Kelleher is gonna be number two now. So yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm really happy with what Kelleher has done so far. I was nervous going into the first time, but he's pr- he's proved everybody wrong. He's been he's been really good. Made really good saves. Kept two clean sheets. I I yeah. trust him as number two. It's a good thing, you know. Liverpool trusting their academy, and you know the you know they've been producing a lot of people. Curtis Jones, Trent Alex, Trent Alexander Arnold, obviously Kelleher. Now there's they've been you know they've been generating a lot of talent, and it's good. So yeah, it's good to see. Next event is going to be the PSG versus Istanbul, and the whole affair that happened there. Um, one of you two want to take it away? 
Yeah, I mean, it, like, it's just, like, really, come on, really. Like, we've had so much of this talk. Like, why? Like, why would you need to do that, okay? Yeah, especially with the push of the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, like, come like, on, Every bro. single, like, they kneel every game, every time before they play. Exactly. And, like, just, just to do that. And people in this uh, year, there's, there's so many things that have happened and all the controversy. So, I think... It's I don't know if I don't know the whole insights of was it a slur or if he mistake. No, I, I think it was else. a slur. That's what people were saying. So he he used like so it 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 was like a slur in like in the uh in the Romanian language. So yeah, because I, I think yeah the rest were like I think Romanian and you know they were they were obviously speaking to each other in Romanian, and I think it was a slur in the Romanian language which Dembaba noticed and yeah, which is why Dembaba. You know, it was props to Dembaba. You know, good. You know, it was. You know, obviously he stood up for the assistant coach. So, yeah, that's props yeah, I mean, to him. Yeah. yeah, props to him. This yeah. kind of this this kind of stuff happened in the NBA too True. when they were in the bubble, and I think it was the Bucks game where they were like, "Oh yeah, this stuff happened, so we're not gonna play mm-hmm. it." So I get. I think the game's gonna get replayed, but I just think it takes a toll on the players because you just gave your forty five minutes to advance in the Champions League. And to take that away, are they going to play the whole game again? Or what's the whole deal? Oh, I think they're going to play the whole game again. They're not going to, like, like start off in the middle. They're going to play the whole game again, I think. Yeah, I think they're going to play the whole game again. Yeah. But obviously, there's no room for that kind of stuff in this world. I mean, I don't know what he was thinking. Cross to Demba Bond, the players, for walking out and protesting. Um, Yeah, it's just it's just something you can't do. Even Even if it's from a different perspective. It's just too sensitive right now, and like the topic is just, yeah, you you can't be doing that. You, you need to, you need to, you know, like this message to all our viewers, you know, think think before you do or say anything, right? Come on, like you need to understand the situation. You need to understand where you are. Okay, you're a ref. You're probably yelling, right? The the thing, all right. The thing with you know, obviously, no fans and everything. You can like even like people watching can hear what you're saying, right? If you're like yelling across the field, even they can hear you, right? So you need to understand. Like before, like you need to think about like like where are you at before you say anything. That's just that's just like a stupid move from the ref. Yeah. All right. And the next one is going to be one that's a bit more uh, personal. To Liverpool. Uh, Snow Salah back. Uh, every every December since the seventeen eighteen season, which is when he joined, he, it's, since that time period, he's been popping off. Second half of the year, he just pops off, scores a bunch of goals, gets a bunch of assists. Obviously, he started that here with the Wolves game. Is Snow Salah finally here? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess, yeah, sure, he is, he is back, Snow Sala is back, you know, you know, he's got a good showing, he has, he hasn't been that, he's, he's been kind of off, but yeah, he's got a good showing in the Wolves game, and I think, yeah, he's probably going to score more goals. Yeah, obviously dealing with uh, COVID and all the injuries and all the hectic, they had a hectic, what is it, uh, September, October mm-hmm. month. And especially doing that and coming out on top, I think they won a lot of games and didn't slip up. True. And I think it just shows the upside of Liverpool and how they're able to manage all these injuries and their abilities to have all these players step up. Because a lot of times when you take the main main player away, as in their case, they, they don't have uh, Van De- or not Van De Beek, Virgil Van Dijk and all the players surrounded him at, uh, in the main starting eleven. Mm-hmm. If that's not there, a lot of teams just fall apart and just go down. But no, I think 
uh, Jurgen Klopp understands the team and the passion they have at the club, and I think it's just looking good for them true. right now. Yeah, it's all true. All right. Um, next event is going to be KDB finally back. I mean, this year he's always had a down. He's had a he's had a down year compared to last year. He's not putting mm-hmm. up the stats, but I mean, against Fulham, a goal and assist. Yeah, I think it has to do with uh, like his expectations mm-hmm. as well as like. Like when they got Pep Guardiola at Man City, they were like, "Oh, your expectations are to win the Champions League, the Premier League." It's like the expectations in FIFA career mode as you progress. <laughs> but I don't know. He's just—I he, think he might be back, but he needs to find his groove. I mean, like, he had a superb like season, so it, it's gonna like for anyone. Okay, it's like anyone. Like they're they're gonna have like a tough time replicating. Uh-huh replicating what he did last season. So, yeah. But I think, yeah, I don't think he'd be that good. He won't finish, like, with numbers that he had last season. But he will still finish with a decent amount of assists and goals, I think. Yeah, he's a, he's one of the key players yeah, for Man obviously. City. And you're, pro- you're probably going to keep him for a long time and make a re- relationships with him if I was Man mm-hmm. City. Okay. It's definitely true in this last event. We won't talk about as much on this segment as we'll talk about on the next, but Ronaldo scoring his 750th goal, well, 749th and 750th career goal against Barca. Yeah, exactly, and it's it, it's good to see him. You know, it's good to see him at 35 years old. He's still banging it in, so it's it's good to see. Like, I mean, obviously they're in their twilight of their career, so it's gonna be like, you know, like the like the, the sad thing is they're gonna retire in a few years, but it's still good to see that he's he's breaking records, and yeah. As a Ronaldo fan, I'm I'm truly happy that he had 750 goals. Now all he needs is the international record, and I think we'll be good. Uh-oh. Yeah, I think it's just it's a good milestone at the yeah. end of the day, and yeah, he's just absolute class player, one of the best. One of the best. Do. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever see anyone like him and Messi. You know, to you know, since we're yeah, talking about since we're talking about Ronaldo and like Messi too. You know, they're just. They're both just class players. You won't see that like rivalry. You don't. You won't see that. You know what? You know because they they shared the same stage for like like so long for like a decade, right? So you won't see that duopoly. You won't see that ever again. Now it's time for player of the week, where we talk about who in this week um, had the best performance. Okay, Shati, start off with uh, your nomination for player of the week. All right, so obviously I'm nominating one of my boys for the I think the first time. Uh, Snow Salah, as I call him. A goal and assist, 8.4 match rating. Man of the match really put in a shift there, created a lot of chances. Uh, that's all I got to say. I mean, he didn't play a Champions League game this week, so nothing there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think... I think he got he got a goal and then back yeah. to his groove. I guess just the solid doing solid thing. True, true. Uh, my player Olivier Giroud had an amazing showing against Leeds and obviously the game against Sevilla, four goals and then against Leeds, one goal, five goals in total, and then like he he just all around he's just amazing. So then it you know it it showed Frank Lampard Frank Lampard what he's what he was missing right. So yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay, okay. I don't know if this is gonna he's gonna win, but I think he got he got two penalties and he scored a goal against a two one game that they played in the Syria and I couldn't find any one 
good this week, but it is what it is. He got his 750th, 750th goal True. of his career, so I think I just gave him props there. So, yeah. All right, well, without further ado, let's take the vote. Uh, I'll start it off. I'm actually going to switch my mind. I think Drew does deserve it. Yeah, I love Ronaldo, and I, I, I really want to vote for Ronaldo. I'm a huge Ronaldo fan. As Shatiz and Om can say, but no, I'm, I'm gonna have to stick with my nomination, Giroud here too. So yeah, five goals. You can't just be five, you can't be five goals. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with Giroud as well. Just four goals. He's he's absolutely banging goals this week. So our player of the week this week is Oliver Giroud with and not like like a unanimous vote, Olivier Giroud. So yeah, yeah, and keep that in mind too. Definitely true. Welcome to the next segment, which we call interesting developments, where we talk about things. That happen more about off the pitch, even though they might be influenced by on the pitch. We'll start off with our, a continuation of our discussion of Ronaldo's 150 goals. So, with this, he's obviously getting one step closer to, I believe, it's Biken who has the most official goals ever, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. Many people say probably, mm-hmm. but I believe it's Joseph Biken. It is, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I mean, it, it, it's just you know he he, he just, I think he is yeah he, he's second right now right he is second right now yeah, and then so he, he's breaking records and records, and yeah it, it's it's good to see from someone who's thirty five usually thirty five year olds they're in the MLS like just rotting off and so it's good to see that you know we still you know Ronaldo's still putting in the goals, and I mean it, it's also like the. The, the 750 goals also shows like it reflects how much Ronaldo puts in of like of, like of like his time and his body to soccer, right? Okay, he has to he has to you know maintain his body to a certain level. He has to beat this. He has to eat that. He has to work out at like at this amount. You know, you know it it shows a lot of dedication. It shows a lot of dedication that Ronaldo put into his body in order to perfect it so that he can play out in the field. For you know, thirty five years, for thirty five or thirty six or thirty seven, you know. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like overall, if you did the math, you can be an eighteen year old scoring thirty goals a season for twenty seasons. You wouldn't even come close. Exactly. That's just insane. All right, Om, you want to take the next one away? The Ronaldo fit her seven hundred fifty goals. No, no, no. The Manchester, you, yeah. Oh, Arsenal. Oh, Manchester, Man United, Europa League. It's it's just. Sad to see, especially with how how I guess how we found our mojo in the middle, but then we just we it's it's just so inconsistent, man. It's I don't know. There's I don't think they're gonna figure out for the rest of the season, and they're going back to the Europa League. They didn't do anything last season. They think it's a joke. They're just taking all the wages after That's wages. I, there's just no passion in the club, and they they think. Oh, buying these 120 million Sancho and all these 40 million 19-year-olds. It's just not going to do the job done. It's not going to get the job done at the end of the day because and no one comes together as part of the team. When you're starting two left backs and the tactics are changing every single game, you can't find a way to win. I mean, look at Pep. If you look at Pep Guardiola, he's a different story. He has all the weapons we need. But I think we need to stay with the same squad and actually trust in them in training and see how they do instead of just, oh, we're going to start our best striker, Martial. Oh, no, Martial, you're trash. Now we're going to start Cavani next game. Oh, he just scored three goals. And the next game, Cavani doesn't do anything. And then you're, start, you're playing Mason Greenwood as striker. You're playing 
Igalo-ass striker the next game. It just doesn't work for the team. Everything's so loose in the midfield. Nothing is just, I don't know, they make stupid errors. They're trying to do all these flicks, tricks, and shit. It doesn't work out. Oh, man. What a what an explanation, bro. You need, you need to be the next freaking man you manager, bro. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, next... you basically summed up yeah. everything that's wrong with them for, like, the past, like, uh, yeah. three years or five years. I really think, yeah. Yeah, you know, like they're going to like like I feel like Barca, you know, they're they're going through the same route as Man U too, right? Because the thing is, like they they don't have like they're a, have you heard of any Man U academy players? You've never heard of them, right? It, like it just never happens. Like Man U academy players, they don't they don't like break into the first team or you don't do that. They, you don't hear like you don't hear about oh yeah, this one promising Man U academy player who did this or whatever, just like Ansu Fati uh, at Barcelona. So you don't hear that. Obviously, they're wasting money on just random people, and then they come to Man U and they 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 turn out to be shit. And they're like, "Oh yeah, no, like you know, they were so good. Why are they so shit now?" Because like, stop wasting money, bro. Yeah, that's overall. It's it's because yeah, that's overall yeah, facts. I mean, own man, own for Man United manager twenty twenty one possibly. Yo, facts. Own Patel, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just had to get next that thing out. You know, he, next thing you know, he know. loses five games, gets sacked immediately. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, freaking question that. Probably what's going to happen. All right. It's going to the right. one. So, Arsenal, Arsenal. 15th, or is it even 16th in the league? They're 16th. Oh, my God. It's, oh, my God. <laughs> to think that, yeah, to every, think that every, they may get relegated. <laughs> That's that's so weird. Yeah, everyone was making, everyone was making fun of man. You oh, oh you're gonna get relegated. Oh, you're like 16. But Mikel Arteta not getting it True. done. They they do have the talent and the players. Mm-hmm. I think, but that um, that that is true. That like like to think that we would ever hear Arsenal FC in relegation battle. That's just no. That's just crazy. Come on, really? Yeah, yeah they're doing well in the. Europa League, but I mean they do play. No, they're playing like, like co- yeah, rapid exactly, yeah, Wien rapid win. Mald, Mald, and if you're playing like, yeah, not. you need to play high quality teams. You need to win those games, right? Arsenal, I mean, like they're they're just well past their glory times. You know, a lot like a lot of it has to do. You know, obviously, like I I think it's like since Alexis Sanchez like left uh, Arsenal for like you know um, Man U. It's been just like a downhill from there. Or yeah, the, they lost trust in yeah. Ozil. Yeah, yeah, they lost. Ozil yeah, Ozil yeah, Ozil. Well. But I mean, I mean, Ozil's like started like you know acting out. So you know, that's also that too. But yeah. I mean, anyway, that's all true. I feel like what yeah. Arsenal fans really sum this up as is they miss Wenger. They used to roast him for finishing fourth. Now it'd be a good to finish fourth. That is true. Yeah, but and toward especially towards the end of the season last season when uh, Michael Arteta finally got his trophy with Arsenal, it was all looking good, and then it just went to crap. True. They barely made it to the Europa I League mean, just because of that trophy. That's the only reason. I mean, if you look at their starting squad, they got Villian William from Chelsea. They got all the they got, they have a solid squad. David Luiz at the back. They I think they got a new center back, uh, Gabriel. Yeah, Cabello's, uh, Zach, uh, Saka, yeah. Obamiang. I mean, they, they're playing, they're playing they themselves. Yeah, they're playing themselves the Saka now. I heard they're playing like loan them off or something. Yeah, they, so, 
Rob Holding, they have a solid squad, but True. is there just like I don't know the other inverse of Man U? Yeah, I mean it's just like Man U. You know, there's there's no trust. Like in like, I mean the academy. Like Arsenal's playing more academy players than Man U, which is one good thing. But other than that, I mean like they're just yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's definitely true. Um, mm-hmm. this, the, the last one we're gonna cover also has to do with Arsenal. Um. Maybe some of you have seen it. Maybe some of you haven't. But uh, Augsburg FC <laughs> completely roasted Granit Xhaka. So the guy yeah. called Tom, who based on his at as a Man United fan, said Augsburg is at Xhaka's level, and the Augsburg admin responded, "Respect us." Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's funny. That's funny. You know, like a lot of like the Bundesliga, like Twitter, like like wh- whoever runs that. Props to them, bro. They they've been roasting a lot of people, bro. The Bundesliga, yeah, Bundesliga Twitter yeah, is going off. Yeah, I think the social media department did just have for half, I guess. And then another thing I wanted to talk about is the the thing that with the PSG game and racism. So if the I just looked at the news, if the ref was to be guilty, he will uh, do a ten match suspension. Ten match suspension. I mean, that's all. He should be banned for life, bro. What is this? Sure. I don't know. I don't know if I would do that to someone's. Career I mean, like I mean, like, listen. Yeah. If you're making like remarks like that, that that shouldn't be. Listen, racism should be like, like, come on, really? It it shouldn't like we shouldn't have a place. There shouldn't be a place for racism, really. After everything that's going on, he he, he used like like why? That's that's my question. It's like you you have to understand. That's that's only if he was. It's not like he wasn't too. like the pressure or anything. It's not like he was like provoked to like use it or something. He was just chilling there. Being a ref, that's all he's doing. Yeah, all well, he's doing is I, just, just pulling up like an offside flag and putting it down. Yeah, over a while, it's not it sounds harsh. Um, it, it's the right decision. I mean, sure, it sounds harsh, but like you shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff. I, I think he should be penalized more, probably, probably like a fine and stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, but going back to the uh, Arsenal or the Jacka thing to finish it off on a bit of a lighter note, it's I think it's funny that Augsburg have played one less game. But are still higher up in the league. True. <laughs> than Arsenal. That, that is true, yeah. If Augsburg were to win their next game, they'd have more points than Arsenal. Ar- Arsenal, I mean, like, they, they're just like Man U. They just need to figure stuff out. They, they need, they, like, you know what they, both teams really need a, a good manager. They need, they need a better manager, okay? Mikel Arteta yeah. and, like, nah, oh. it's just, no, you can't be bringing people like that. You need, you need people. I feel like for like for teams like Man U and Arsenal, you need people with experience. So like Jose Marino, who's definitely not leaving, okay, and but probably bringing like Wenger back. Talk, probably talking to him, bringing him back, maybe, and maybe even I don't he's know probably he's not going to do, do that. that though. Yeah, and then, I mean Pochettino, he's got experience too with uh, Tottenham, so definitely Pochettino would be a good signing for any team. So yeah. Yeah, I think the market for good coaches, especially this year, there's not much to like. True, fine. True, true, true. There's not, there, there's no big names or guys who can get the job done. Or obviously, you can have uh, guys who who you can trust and they get get the results. But I don't know, all the big names are they're taking. It's not they're even not that. Single. It's not the fact that they're taking. They're like they're getting old too. Like all the big names, you know. I mean, Pep Guardiola and Jose Mourinho, obviously, like the biggest names in the market, right? 
But then, like, I mean, like, especially, like, a few decades ago, well, not no, not a few decades ago, a few years ago, managers were, like, a big thing. They played a huge role, right? Now managers, they're, like, you know, a lot of the managers are, like, you know, struggling. They're lacking, you know. The people, like, freaking Oleg and our Solskjaer, bro, they're just, they're just ass, bro, fucking. Yeah, I mean, Oleg and Solskjaer, he, he, he's probably, he's a good player for Man U, not a great manager, but, I mean, when we let go of Jose Mourinho, that's the only guy. Listen, no, no, up. but you need look there's at you no need look at experience. Right? Man was managing some random Swedish team. You think he'll be do? You think he'd be able to do the job done? No, sorry, get the job done. Like that's my question. I don't know. I think that was the that was the only guy we could find at the moment. And then he gave him a few good results. And then especially last season when we finished third, and how the project lockdown helped us and saw us win, they got really confident in him and. I guess give him a shot, and it's early on in the season. Yeah. Can't really tell, but after the Champions League, it's it's true, really true, true. in jeopardy. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Overall, I just think they need to shape shape up and get new people. So we would usually have a segment for prediction results here, but seeing as though not all the games we predicted have been played yet, namely today, they're about to be played today. We will update you on how that happens later on. But for now, let's go on to the predictions for next week. So starting off, but but we will read you the predictions of the, that we have for the games left. So for Real versus Gladbach, Goku predicts a two 0 Real win. Own predicts a two one win. I predict a Gladbach win, one 0 Um, Inter versus Shakhtar, we all agree on Inter winning, two 0 three one, and three two are the predictions. For Liverpool versus Michland, we got um two 0 for Goku, three 0 for Ohm, and I think there's only winning one 0 because I think they're going to hit a backup lineup and Atlanta versus Ajax. Goku and Ohm predict 2-0 and 1-0. I predict a 2-2 draw. So, with that being said, let's start with Liverpool versus Fulham. Uh, Liverpool versus Fulham. Fulham have been struggling. Come on, it's going to be a 4-0 win again. So, yeah. Fulham have been struggling. They can't convert their chances. This is a solid win for Liverpool. This is a time where they can show up. So, yeah. Yeah, all right. Ohm? Uh, 3-0. No, right. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be a 4-0 as well. Kind of risky, but I mean, I think they can show up. Manchester Derby, uh, Man United versus Man City. Um, take it away. Oh, it's a tough one. This is a tough one. Yeah, I think it's going to be, uh, I don't know, both teams are low-key struggling, but I think Man City has a more of a firepower. I'm going to say 2-1 Man City. We're going to come right, up short. Um, Goku? I'm gonna say one-one. You know, both teams they 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 have their problems. Okay, Man U can't finish and Man City can't defend. It's 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 one-one. Come on. All I'm gonna say is that Man United haven't lost to Man City in recent times, no matter how bad they've been. I'm gonna go the the shocker here. New one Man United. Well, I don't know if it's home or away, but Man United winning one new. Okay. Yeah, defense is definitely a rope piece. I don't know. There's definitely gonna be goals. There's definitely never be know. Goals. All right, Madrid derby. Uh, our you know our cap our captain El Capitano slash center back slash striker Sergio Ramos is coming back. That's a comfortable two one uh two one win. So yeah, Real Madrid two one Real Madrid definitely two one Real. All right. I'm gonna say one nil. One nil Real Madrid. Wait, you said one nil Real Madrid, right? You guys are really underrating Atletico. They're top of the league for a reason. They're gonna win this game. I'm gonna go with a two-one win for Atletico. Okay. No, I'm all I'm saying is like they're good, but like not as good. That's the thing. That's the thing with Atletico. 
Yeah, Madrid is going to get a penalty and then they're going to score. And All right, this next one, we usually don't do league gun predictions, but this game seemed to be kind of intriguing. PSG versus Lyon. Champions League finalists versus Champions League uh, semifinalists. It's going to be like like a uh, 2-1 PSG because, I mean, Lyon's, Lyon has a lot of people too. They have OR, they have Dembele. But PSG, yeah, I mean, they have a chance to choke because they, they always choke. But, yeah, 2-1 PSG, I think. All right. Um, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Leon's gonna pull an upset one nil Leon. Okay, fire prediction right there. Um, for me, I don't know you guys. I feel like you guys are underestimating PSG. I feel like when it comes to um, league on they they easily they easily pull up. So I'm gonna go with a three nil one for PSG. And this last one, we really don't know too much about the MLS, but seeing as though it's the cup final, we figured uh, why not predict it? It's just a blind guess. This is going to be like the first and last game we're ever going to do MLS. <laughs> I'm sorry, MLS fans. I'm so sorry. I, I have to do the it. Team beforehand, so it's the Columbus yeah. Crew versus Seattle, Seattle Sounders. Seattle, Seattle Sounders. Sounders. Yeah, I'm in Columbus. The only dude I know from Columbus... Is uh, Zardes? Zardes is amazing. He's that. He's an absolute god. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say like three 0 Columbus, bro. Three 0 Columbus. All right. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen. As Ohioans, you gotta support. You gotta support the team from Ohio. So yeah. Hey, FCC, be closer though. So, FCC, get, get out of here, bro. FCC. FCC's yeah. bottom in the league. Bro. Yeah, I know. They won four games. They won eight games, like in two seasons in MLS, and they played like fifty games overall. Like. <laughs> If there was relegation, they, they should okay, be like freaking I'm, like like the third tier of the United States League, bro. If there was relegation. I think they got promoted. Thankfully they don't have relegation. They they got they got promoted to they used to play in the what is it called? They, no, ESL they didn't get they didn't get the promoted. A, it's just that they 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 had an MLS slot and they got the MLS slot. They didn't get promoted. Well, like that's basically a promotion, but, but they don't yeah, because yeah, MLS yeah. yeah, and like Which the American system doesn't have promotion slash relegation. So yeah. We won't get into the logistics on own. Take it away. I think Seattle has a lot of firepower. Seattle does have Jordan Morris. Jordan Morris is good. Columbus always chokes. <laughs> I'm going to say 2-1. Two, 2-1. One, two, yeah, one, Seattle are the reigning champions. I'm going to go with... Uh, oh, yeah. Seattle is the reigning champions, right? I think this game's going to be kind of close. I'm going to go with like a uh, penalty win for Seattle. <laughs> Imagine Yo, like, a, like a 45 minute like penalty. <laughs> All right, and with that, that, we will wrap up the predictions and we will fill you in on how the results happened after they happen. That wraps up our episode for under review for today. I hope you, all, you guys enjoyed it, made it to the end. Share as much as possible. And until next time, goodbye.